All right, folks, we are, we are live here, viewers here today on this uh, lovely, uh, lovely uh, Tuesday for you guys. I have a special guest on our, uh, on our youth chat. I'm excited uh, to hear his heart, uh, to what he's going to be speaking to you guys uh, about, whether you're a youth pastor, uh, a volunteer, maybe a young adult, or even maybe uh, you're a student uh, that uh, comes across this uh, ministry or youth chat. And I'm just excited to have uh, Pastor Stephen uh, on here, and I don't want to do all the talking here right now. We've got some questions uh, to ask him, but uh, I'm going to let uh, Stephen uh, introduce himself to, uh, so you guys uh, can uh, hear uh, from him. So go ahead, Stephen. Take it away, man. What's up, guys? Thanks, Brian, for having me on. Uh, very excited about today. Um, I appreciate your heart and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's a busy, busy world out there digitally now. It's so crazy. Like this is the new path we have to walk on and, but it's letting us reach people we've never reached before. Mm -hmm. So, um, give a little backstory on me. I'm a, I was a youth pastor for four years and about six years total. I was two years at a church before that. Mm -hmm. And, but the last six years I've been a worship leader at the church that uh, we were just at, that I met my wife and married her at. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and now we're at a church over in Longview, Texas. We're associate pastors there, and I also lead worship there as well. So uh, worship and uh, reaching people and ministering is just my, – my dad was an Assemblies of God preacher my entire life, so I was raised on the church pew, you know, teething on the back of the pews, you know, <laughs> uh, falling asleep underneath the pews while they were in, yeah. you know, having service and stuff. And, and it was just – church has been a part of my life, and, and I've um, – without a regret have every church I've been into been in some sort of leadership and not chasing after it. It just, God ends up placing you there. And so we're, we're just excited to serve and we're excited about what you're doing. You're doing a great thing here. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks for uh, jumping on, but also for you viewers uh, here, you're going to hear his heart, but uh, toward the end uh, for you viewers, I'm going to give him a little plug. Uh, he has a podcast uh, that I really want him to share uh, his heart uh, for you guys to tune in. Uh, I think it's uh, brand new. Is it brand new? Yeah, it's been that's just a couple we'll, months in the making. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll get him on, on board here for you guys just to share that toward the end after he prays uh, for you viewers. That way you can check out what he's doing as far as on Apple, Spotify uh, for his uh, uh, podcast. So uh, that he just interviews uh, different people. Uh, and stuff. It's been a, been a blast. Uh, just uh, a side note for you viewers. I've been. Uh, he asked me uh, graciously to be on an episode, uh, and I talked a little bit about you know my journey uh, through divorce. Uh, so uh, it was a blast. I enjoy his heart uh, for what he's doing uh, as well in Texas. But uh, anyway, great segment uh, here uh, for you folks uh, is this uh, here, Stephen. Is a uh, uh, question I have for you is what are you learning or what are you guys learning uh, here during this COVID season or just in general, what are you learning? That no one can tell you you're doing it wrong mm -hmm. because no one has been here before. Mm -hmm. No one can say like, okay, so we have this, we have this church makeup to where mm -hmm. there's this thing you're supposed to do. You know, you do it this way. You come in, yeah. you do some songs, you do your preaching and it, that's just been blown to bits and we're having to reconstruct what we see as ministry, which mm -hmm. I feel is furthering the ministry. Mm -hmm. And um, it's definitely been a, a learning situation because we, 
I, I think we've been very comfortable in our churches and being in ministry, it's very, it's very easy to come and do your work in the church mm -hmm. and you let people come to you instead of going to them. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's kind of, and for me personally, it's shaken up my, my tactics mm -hmm. and my views as far as reaching people, because like through, through this thing has birthed that podcast you were talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I give it, you know, as a platform for other people to share their stories and, and for, for non-believers and believers, because we're no longer, um, we're literally having to think outside of the box, the church, mm -hmm. the box that we come in and we're comfortable in. Um, I feel that God has shaken up our comfortability and made it where we're not just consumer Christians anymore, mm -hmm. but we actually contribute and are a part of something that it's so easy now to share the gospel. We live in an age that, um, uh, sharing the gospel has never, never been this easy. I mean, like your video you're doing right now, all mm -hmm. someone has to do is click a little share thing and post it to their, they can post yeah. it twice to their story mm -hmm. and to their feed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How easy is that? You just share the gospel twice and people will get notified when you share to your story on Instagram or whatever. They'll, it will push it in their face mm -hmm. that you're sharing the gospel and they don't have a choice. They have to see it. <laughs> I just think it's, it's an awesome place right now that um, is birthing a lot of um, people who maybe are in the background who are blended in in church. Mm -hmm. And now there's no excuse for them to just blend anymore. They can share the gospel without really having to be in someone's face about it. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's a, it should be a thriving time for us right now mm -hmm. instead of a, oh, I don't know what to do, COVID-19, COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Look at us right now. We're proof. I think it's an amazing opportunity in, 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 in a new platform mm -hmm. that has leveled the playing field for everybody that we can all share the gospel. We can all be ministers in our own way. We may never be standing behind a pulpit, but we live in a day now where we can all share the gospel and be a part of the movement and being a part of that last commission, uh, the great commission that Jesus you know, told us, yeah. hey, I, I just preached a sermon last Sunday at my church. It was my mm -hmm. first sermon there, awesome. and I talked about expanding your territory. Mm. that's what we're doing right now that's mm. what you're doing right now the people listening right now whether you believe or whether you don't believe we serve a god of increase and this is mm. another step in expanding the territory and fulfilling the great commission so mm. I, i'm excited because it, it gets me pumped <laughs> you can probably tell uh exactly man i love it i love it this is a new era of mm. sharing the gospel and it's a great thing mm -hmm. Oh boy, that's such a great word, Stephen. And uh, for you folks, for you viewers out there, is we're just two dudes uh, that are just navigating uh, this season. We're learning how to uh, we're learning how to navigate this uh, this COVID season. How to be creative, uh, and this is yeah. one of the ways right here. And I like what he said. Uh, it should be a thriving uh, a thriving time for us all. Being creative. How that it might look different for Stephen. Might look different for you. For myself. But be uh, be creative, uh, get your juices uh, flowing and, and thrive uh, where you're at. And, uh, you know, yes, God's breaking down walls and barriers, not to be consumers uh, or consumer Christianity, uh, but really just uh, you know shaking things up uh, and really getting back uh, to hit the uh, really getting back to the basics and uh, really simplifying uh, things and you know what the gospel uh, really is. So, man, thank you for. Uh, that great, uh, great introduction right there, a great word uh, in that. So moving forward for you guys, for you viewers uh, to hear Stephen. Sorry, he has a lot of passion. You can tell. I love it. I love passionate people for the gospel. 
And, um, but anyway, now we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, wins and losses. Uh, what are some wins and some losses uh, during this time? So the, like we're doing now the Zoom, mm -hmm. it's a great thing for us. But during mm -hmm. this whole, like, you know, schools just started back. Uh, when I was youth pastor at, uh, at the church that I was at, it was complicated to get the youth to stay involved yeah, yeah. at a distance. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, I'm, I'm an in your face type guy, you mm -hmm. know, I have fun, I'm energetic, I'm all over the mm -hmm. place. Well, yeah. when you do zoom meetings every week and then they're having zoom with their teachers and then they're having zoom with this and zoom with mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. it didn't take a couple of months to where, it just dwindled down to nobody was coming to the zoom meetings. Yeah. yeah. And so it felt defeated mm -hmm. because, you know, you pour your heart and your soul into your, into the young mm -hmm. people and you watch them grow and you, and you, you know, they're, they're faithful. They always come. We were having, and it was a smaller church. We were having, you know, 10 to 15 every week. It was solid. Mm -hmm. It felt like we were growing. And of course, you know, being in ministry, it's very easy to base your success on numbers. Mm, come on, and that's yeah. that's a big hang-up. You don't, you can't yep. base it on numbers. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so uh, growth isn't always a number game. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a heart thing. That's good. And so it was very, um, and then we ended up. It, I know God worked it out this way because that's mm -hmm. how He works. Yeah. But it was kind of the transition to where they stopped, mm -hmm. uh, and then we just kind of transitioned to the next church. And it wasn't because of that. Nobody did anything yeah. wrong. It mm -hmm. was just that. I think it was God kind of putting a thorn in our nest for us mm -hmm. to go to the next uh, area. And so that was, that was a big challenge because you, you and then because of the, the COVID thing, mm -hmm. we didn't get to say really goodbye. We didn't, you know, mm -hmm. there was one Sunday and not all of them showed up. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't tell them why, but I wanted them to be at that service Sunday because we were having Sunday services, but no Wednesdays yet. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of, and then you have some that never got on the Zoom call. Mm -hmm. They always would come to church, always there, but they wouldn't, they just wouldn't get on. Mm -hmm. And I would always do it at the same time that youth was on Wednesdays. Yeah. So I knew that they had the time because they could be there. And so it was kind of like not getting on a soapbox, but it was, you know, in, in ministry, you take it personal. Yeah. And it's very hard not to, especially mm -hmm. when you pour your heart and soul into people mm -hmm. and you feel like that you, you're kind of getting slapped in the face because you, you know, no, it doesn't seem like they're reciprocating the care that you're giving to them. Mm -hmm. So that to us felt like a loss, but it also, I think with every loss, if you learn something from it, mm -hmm. you know, and that, mm -hmm. that maybe a lot probably was my fault because if we keep examining ourselves on a daily basis, that's where we can grow and uh, switch things around to where we don't get stuck in what things have to look like mm -hmm. and what we think they should be because you know, that, that will keep you uh, from growing if you get stuck and you mm -hmm. keep trying to do the same thing. And you keep like, we had the first crop of youth when we were in church that were all like juniors and seniors. And so our first year, year and a half of being youth pastors, they all graduated and went and went to college and moved off. Some went to the military. And then we had this next crop and literally all but one or two were like 12 and 13. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because the other ones could drive to church. They could get there on their own. They could be a part of things. You can go out and do stuff. And then these, they had to be, you know, brought, taken, and the parents had to work. So it was, mm -hmm. it was definitely, uh, mm -hmm. the younger ones, I, I don't know if it's because they need to be entertained so mm -hmm. drastic. Like, you know, TikTok is blowing up. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
And so it's that quick, like they want it fast, they want it now, and then, and then they want to go to the next thing. So they're very, they're very difficult to entertain and keep their attention for a while. Exactly, yeah. And so really maybe I was to blame for maybe not keeping their attention enough or doing something that was instead of just like giving a little, because I would give, you know, a five-minute lesson, mm -hmm. play a little game or something like that. But I, I don't know. It, it, that felt like a big loss to me. Mm -hmm. But I also took a lot away from it because now being an associate pastor and I have a youth pastor underneath me, mm -hmm. we're still going through this. We still haven't started Wednesday nights over there. Mm -hmm. So I can encourage him because I remember how it felt. Mm -hmm. And because he went, actually, I talked to him and he went through the same thing. He, mm -hmm. the youth totally just completely yeah. stopped doing the Zoom meetings and stuff. I don't know if you've had that issue or not. Yeah, we, yeah, we had. Yep. And it, it's difficult because you you love these kids. It's where your heart is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like in a relationship, it's the same way. You put your heart in someone's hand and you feel like they're not handling the way you <laughs> it should be yeah. handled. It can, it can be a little defeating mm -hmm. and you can walk away scratching your head and be like, well, did I do something wrong? Mm -hmm. But you can't let that stop you. Yes. You have to Amen. keep moving forward. Amen. So there you have it viewers right there. If you, you know, just for encouragement for you, as he was saying, I, I like what he said is, you know, don't uh, base your growth on your numbers. I really like that because you, we as uh, ministers, um, we can fall into that trap and say, okay, look at the church uh, down the road. They have about 50 and we only have 10 or yeah. maybe even six at the most. But what are you doing with those 10? What are you doing with those six? And just to give you a little bit of feedback with what Stephen was saying is, yeah, I was right there. I'm, I'm from uh, Rochester, New York. And uh, here in Rochester, uh, folks, is that they go to school uh, here until about the middle of June. So what I did was is I, uh, I, I hit the pause button for them on the Zoom calls. We were doing like a Monday night small group. Uh, and it was uh, it was going well for a while. And then it, I would say, you know, it was the Zoom, the Zoom fatigue. And I had to go back to the drawing board as well, just like Stephen had to. And uh, so we hit the reset button and stuff. And now it's just uh, now, um, you know, gave him a little bit of a break. But now back up here in the fall, I do a little bit of discipleship. And now I'm just um, now I'm just waiting on the parents, folks, to get back with me. I've got some good things uh, going. So hopefully they'll, uh, you know, they'll Facebook me back. And uh, just waiting on things right now, prayerfully considering some things. But I know what uh, Stephen was saying. You might feel uh, the same way. You might feel uh, defeated uh, or you're, you're in the position where, hey, I just want to give up. But we as guys here are saying, hey, keep that momentum going. Don't give up. Uh, and and go, I, like, I want to just share a verse with you where in Galatians, where it says in Galatians 6, you know, do not, be, do not become weary and well-doing, you know, but continue to reap that harvest. Uh, continue to plant, continue to water and preach the gospel. Uh, yes, in ministry, folks, it's easy to take it personally. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we might have to go back to the drawing board like Stephen did, like myself did, uh, and say, okay, you know, we're, we're in a season right now uh, that's it's, it's a lot different. We're just two dudes as well that are trying to navigate this season. Uh, but look for ways that you can reach, whether it be through maybe a Zoom call. Maybe it might be a phone call uh, to your youth or young adults just to, just to say, hey, I'm just checking in. What can I be praying for you? Uh, for Or maybe just say, hey, I, I need to uh, – I need to take some guys out for lunch. Or if you're a female leader, maybe I need to take some females out for breakfast or lunch and say, hey, I need to uh, get back on the bandwagon here and uh, start discipling again uh, and hit that reset button. But uh, Stephen gave a great word right there for you guys. And I'm just, I'm just encouraging it and blessed 
Uh, and, and sometimes as ministry, we can take it at heart. Uh, but don't, you know, but don't, uh, don't let that discourage you. Uh, continue to have the momentum, continue to persevere. I think this is a season where we just need to persevere uh, under the pressure. Uh, we might feel a little bit of pressure, feel anxiety, but, you know, just continue to, to plug in because we're all learning how to navigate uh, in this season. Uh, so thanks, man, for, uh, you know, sh for sharing your heart there uh, in that. So uh, that's a great segue. Yeah, go ahead, man. So one of the things, when I first started out and I had the crop of the seniors that then went on and they graduated and then we had the, uh, it, it dwindled down to, to one youth or maybe mm -hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, and that was before all this stuff happened. That was a couple of years ago. And I first was discouraged because I was like, well, what, you know, what's wrong? You know, you start being like, well, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Our program's not good enough. Do we need to figure yeah. out a way to give away free stuff? You know, if you come from a small church, you don't have a budget, yeah, you know, exactly. you don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so I'm like, well, what, what can I do different? And I, I felt like God changed my perspective because when you have a perspective change, mm -hmm it'll lead you to the promise. Mm -hmm. And so I started focusing on these two and realizing how much more I'm able to now pour in and focus on them mm -hmm. instead of worrying about the ones that weren't there. Yes. And we can like sometimes discourage ourselves because we'll be so concerned about who's not there instead of focusing mm -hmm. and appreciating who is there. Yes. Yeah. And so I just want if you if you have a small smaller group or you're you're you know you're down to one this whole thing's kind of blew up your youth group mm -hmm. or your ministry whatever that um, God is the God of increase yeah. and if He leaves the ninety nine for that one that means He is also focused on small mm -hmm. because from that one mm -hmm. there's no telling you know from your one you could have another Shambach mm -hmm. you could have another Stephen Furtick or you know TD Jakes that are just that have massive churches or whatever, but this is like your time to refine your ministry. That's, that's Use it as a tool instead of a, um, a block. Yes. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there because I, I felt discouraged in that time, but then mm -hmm. I, I, I changed the perspective and, and realized that it wasn't, it wasn't a thing that was less. Mm -hmm. It was actually more. That's so good. I just want to reiterate that for you uh, viewers right there is, you know, perspective. You know, that's a great word that I just want to encourage you with right there is, you know, having a God perspective, but not a man perspective. Yeah. Uh, go back to the drawing board if you have to. Go back with your staff and say, hey, how can I reach? Maybe you have, like, like Stephen said, maybe you have a small youth group, but you know what? Don't let that discourage you. Maybe you only have five or six, but maybe go back as a staff or you as a, as a uh, youth pastor and say, hey, what can be my God perspective? What can, how can I reach, or maybe how can I disciple these five uh, yeah. where they can reach uh, their schools, or maybe they can reach their other peers or, or even, their, even their homes where their parents might not even attend uh, church. So that's such a great word, great encouragement right there is having a godly perspective and, and having that shift uh, as well. So man, thanks. That's, that's encouragement even for uh, even for myself, but that's a great segue into my next uh, question for you, man, is um, the million dollar question we always, always have here now is this, is like ministry moving forward. How do you see that maybe for yourself or, or now that you're uh, an assistant pastor, you can give encouragement to your other, uh, your other youth pastor that's under you right now. So the key thing, and you said it, is moving forward. Mm-hmm. 
And right now it's uh, like what we're dealing with at our church. Now we have good attendance for what's going on. You know, we have social distancing, the chairs are uh, spread out. Um, but what we're trying to do is plan as if nothing was going on. And then once we have that it set in the calendar, yeah. we adjust according to what the time is. Cause it may be a month and Hey, everything's kind of back to normal now. Maybe you have to wear a mask or, or whatever, mm -hmm. or they, you know, I've heard doctors uh, on Facebook say they have, you know, they, they have cures or they're, they're mm -hmm. working on something. So we, we don't know what's around the corner. And mm -hmm. I think that we, we've gotten a little shaken by this when we really never know what's around the corner. Exactly. Yeah. We don't. And mm -hmm. so to let this hang you up and put you in a waiting place to mm -hmm. where maybe you had good momentum before mm -hmm. I would, in, in my personal perspective, I would look at your church, at your youth group, um, your small groups, whatever you got going on in ministry mm -hmm. yeah. as a relaunch. Mm -hmm. That's good. And then get everything fresh, get everything new. Just act like you're starting over and just get things in line and start going forward, start going forward, start going forward. And before you know it, whether it's an online presence with your church or whatever, um, or it's people actually coming to the building or serving in the community, I mean, just keep moving forward. Because the moment you stop and get scared about what's going on or you have a little bit of a fear, and sometimes we do that ministry, we're like, oh, what do I do now? This is new territory. It's easy to do that, even with personal life. Mm -hmm. So I feel that if we just keep moving forward and have that positive attitude, because everything that comes to us, according to the word of God, has mm -hmm. to pass through the hand of God. Amen. Yeah. So we, we don't need to fear. We just need to do what we're called to do mm -hmm. and do the position that we're supposed to do to the best of our ability. And that's all God requires from us. And he will bless it. Why won't he bless something that is his? So just give your ministry to him. Just be, be in prayer, be in fasting. Those are the two things that God or that Jesus mentions that we need to be doing to stay on top of things and to have power. Mm -hmm. And just keep these, th th those are tools mm -hmm. that you can use to your benefit to further the kingdom. And that's the whole reason we do this is to further the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So go forward, believe God's going to show mm -hmm. you the steps as you take them. Sometimes he's not going to show you exactly where to go. That doesn't mean you just stand there and watch everybody else doing something. Yeah. That means you need to step out, serve in your church still. Ask your pastor what you can do. Ask your youth leader what you can do. Ask your kids what they would like to see in this weird time. I mean, it's okay to, to you know, ask the kids what they think or the parents. Have a parent meeting uh, or Zoom yeah. parent call and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm seeing this. And be, you can be assertive and blunt with mm -hmm. people in the church and do it out of love and compassion and get the, the same result as if you were mean about it. And probably better because they feel like they're a part of something instead of feeling like they're being chastised. Yeah. And when you get people on the same vision, on the same movement going forward, mm -hmm. when everybody is in one mind and one accord, that's why it's so powerful. When you get everybody on the same mm -hmm. train, you're all moving in the same direction. It's a powerful force that the gates of hell can't even stand against. Mm -hmm. And so you have to keep moving forward and find a way to, even if it's baby steps, baby steps still count as steps. Mm -hmm. Even the small steps are still steps. But just be going in the right direction in the will of God and everything's going to be okay. Amen. That's a great word for you folks right there. And um, I'm pretty sure someone's going to be blessed and encouraged by, uh, by that is, is just to reiterate the fact I've nothing else to say to that because that's spot on. But just, you know, just to reemphasize that because we need repetition just to hear it over and over again. It's just move forward, you know. 
and uh, continue uh, to have that godly perspective. I want to just reemphasize that again, have that godly perspective and continue to, uh, to, move, uh, to move forward in your ministry or your uh, small groups or online uh, presence uh, as well and, and continue to just press in and persevere and preach uh, the gospel with authority and, and passion. And as he said, you know, hey, he's a God of increase and that he can do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. And like he said, hey, give your ministry over to God. And, and that's what we have to do is give it back to God yield to him, submit to him day, day in and day out, and then you'll see things begin to happen. You'll see lives and uh, in your youth uh, transformed for the power of the gospel to be those vessels uh, wherever he may lead them. Uh, so uh, I, I, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's a great, uh, great. Man, can I add one more thing real quick? Yeah, go for it, bro. Yeah. Something that I was, because when I first started off at this church, it was like my first real step in the ministry, you know, big time, you know, full uh, they they offered me the job at full time. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I was guilty of was comparing my ministry where I was at to someone else's where they were at. Mm. You know, hey, let's repeat that one more time, man, because that's so good uh, for you youth pastors, because we tend to fall into that trap of comparison. Yeah. And I don't want you to fall in that trap of comparison because, you know, it, uh, you know, that church of maybe a hundred youth is working for them, but it might not work for you. You might have 10, but you focus on that 10, but repeat that one more again, Stephen, for these viewers, because that is so key. Don't fall into the trap of comparing your ministry where you are to someone else's where they are. Mm, Walk through your calling. Mm -hmm. Walk through your door of an door, door of anointing. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about someone else's anointing. Don't worry about someone else's call. Don't worry about their skills. Don't worry about, uh, oh, well, they got this offer from this church. Because we all know youth pastors talk. Mm -hmm. Pastors talk. Oh, yeah, I got, a I got an offer over here at this church. And it's, you know, $35,000, 40000 a year. And you're like, I get 100 bucks a month. <laughs> or I'm doing it voluntarily. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. But it, there's no, there shouldn't be a money label on your mm -hmm. calling. Work mm -hmm. your field where you're at. Mm -hmm. And God will bless what you do. That's good, man. I love that. I love that. So there you have it, folks, right there. You get to see uh, Stephen Sark. But before we end in prayer, and then uh, I want to give him an opportunity just to share his podcast, what that's all about. But I know he has another encouraging word uh, for you. I want to give him, whether it be a verse for you guys, or whether the Lord laid something on his heart here this morning. Uh, I want to give an opportunity here for encouragement now. So, uh, Stephen, give uh, what he already has for you. I mean, blessing us here today, uh, just to take uh, this and really just chew on what we're uh, what we're talking about. Uh, maybe uh, you want to listen to this uh, again and again and again. I would encourage you to, because we need repetition uh, and we need to renew our minds uh, with uh, solid uh, solid teaching. Uh, but I want to give opportunity for uh, Stephen to uh, just to share uh, an encouraging word before we pray. And then after he prays uh, for you guys, I want to give him a platform uh, to share his podcast. That way you can jump on board and just to hear different stories. We need to hear different stories uh, of people, of what they went through and their weaknesses and how God has redeemed that. Uh, but anyway, uh, I want to let Stephen uh, give you guys a, a verse or maybe another word, man. So go ahead, brother. So I actually have kind of a reference that I, 
I bought this on Amazon. Uh, you can link it uh, or they can just look it up. By, and it's called Just Walk Across the Room. You see it right there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. what it is, is I, I feel that we need to be able to train and disciple. Mm -hmm. Like when you were on my podcast, you said a lot about discipling. And I think that's key. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's uh, Bill Hybels, yeah, Just Walk Across yeah. the Room, mm -hmm. just in case. Um, it also has a little uh, study guide. You can You can go along with it. Yeah. And he gives like the first two or three chapters, he gives um, kind of stories that he went through. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever dated before, you can understand that some like usually nine out of the 10 will tell you no mm -hmm. or like, no, I'm good. But when you get that 10th one, mm -hmm. it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. the same way with uh, sharing the gospel and reaching these youth because, okay, we know that youth have a lot going on. And so you may end up getting rejected, but you need to show the youth and uh, you may want to study this mm -hmm. and, and share some things out of here with your youth because we need to yeah. be encouraging and giving them tools to share the gospel, to form them into the leaders for the next generation of church leaders. Amen. Yes. I think that gets lost in translation. We want, we want things, you know, programs, games, all this other stuff, but we need that discipleship because yeah. if, if we just leave them hanging and they have a bunch of fun games and maybe a good message, but we don't disciple them, mm -hmm. they're not going to know how to do it. Absolutely. And that's part of our job is to, to train them in how to be trainers. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, I would pick that book up. I think it's like mm -hmm. maybe, maybe 20 bucks, 15 bucks, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely worth picking up and getting some encouragement because sometimes it's just hard to, to mm -hmm. how, how do you start a conversation about God without mm -hmm. being, Oh my gosh, they're, they're wanting my ties. You know, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's kind of people that don't go to church. Mm -hmm. That's what they think. Yeah. They're just trying to get me to come to the church so they can get my money. When really we should be worrying about the, the growth of the kingdom, not the budget. Exactly. Amen. So, yeah, folks, that's, that, that is uh, that is uh, key right there. That's on my heart. That's a great passion of mine is uh, discipleship. And uh, just, to, just to, for encouragement is, is do life with your youth. You know, whether it be in a youth room, I think it's going to be creativity here. Uh, for you, you might have to break out of the walls of the church and say, hey, maybe we need to have some homes, uh, you know, talk to your parents uh, and say, hey, let's have, be on a rotating schedule. But most important, whether you're a female or a, uh, or a male youth leader, do life together. You know, what I mean by that is maybe you want to uh, take them out for breakfast or, you know, maybe uh, what, maybe you're, a, a, you're good with, uh, you know, tools or a mechanic or something like that, you know, have them over and, and help you with, uh, you know, with an oil change or maybe you are in the process of moving and uh, have them help you move. And, and then that's a great opportunity where you can have them over for lunch or have them over for dinner. And they're just seeing you make an impact. And that'll go a long way because you're being that, that example. You're being the representation uh, for them right there. You're showing what Jesus did. He showed compassion. And that's what we want to be. We want to be people that show these youth or young adults compassion. But also, too, I like what Stephen said right there, folks, is that we want to disciple and we want to train these other people, uh, these other youth, so they can train the younger generation. Uh, these youth and young adults, they're the next generation of leaders. In, and, and my key word is this, invest. Invest in them. And again, don't look down the road or don't look 30 miles down the road and look at that church. Look at your church. Look at your youth group and say, hey, 
I have maybe two to three guys that I can really pour my heart into, or maybe I'm a female leader. Maybe I have two or three women that really need disciple where they can, uh, I can invest in them and they can, then they can share the golfs with their peers. They can train uh, their peers to rise up and be the leaders and, and, and the influencers wherever and how God will use them. So thanks, man. I appreciate that. And that's uh, so, uh, so key. And then uh, now we're going to have, uh, let's see, as another word or, or something else on us heart, but actually gonna, I have two, two words. Yeah, go ahead. And then after that, uh, we're going to pray. Uh, and then I'm going to, like I said, I really want to uh, just have a plug for my brother's uh, podcast uh, here. So you guys can listen to some other stories, uh, you know, and be blessed and be encouraged by that. But uh, go ahead, man. So the two words are, are literally two words. Uh, and this was told, and I forgot about this, and I'm, I, thank you, Lord, for reminding me. This changed mm -hmm. the growth of my youth group when I understood this principle, and it was two words, be there. Mm -hmm. It goes along with just what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Be there. Go to their stuff. Yeah. Don't always make them go with you somewhere. Just mm -hmm. show up. Yeah, yes. Because you know what happens? Then somebody's going to be like, who's that guy up there, you know, screaming at your football game or yelling at you for playing in the band or something like that? That, that built our relationships with the youth like this. Mm -hmm. And then we had other youth that wanted to go with us to the other youth thing that at their games and yeah. like, cause they would play basketball instead of football. So we would switch off and they would, we would go as a group and we would go out to the games and it, it yes. built that, that connection mm -hmm. that, that the youth long for the youth want to, they want to feel important to somebody. Yes. So you just showing up is the mm -hmm. best thing that you can do. So be there. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Amen. I like that. I want to re-emphasize that be there, and that that does go a long way. I can I can uh, test to that is when you do go to games, whether it be softball, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, whatever sporting event or whatever like band or or maybe uh, a book club uh, or or you know a Bible quizzing club, uh, they're gonna really uh, really enjoy that. They might not hear. Uh, you know, you teach or sermon, they might be out and about, you know, with their mind distracted. But when you do show up and you're there and you're present, it goes a long way, folks. Uh, let me tell you, it goes a long way because you're showing that you care, that you're present and that you are available and that you are there for them, that you're cheering them on in their sports, that you're just not their youth pastor. But also, too, I would say that you're you're kind of like a coach. You're in their corner cheering them on not just at a game, but you're cheering them on through life, making the right decisions, who they're going to hang around with uh, in that. Uh, but I'm going to let Stephen uh, pray before we conclude. And then again, like I said, I don't want to be a, a broken record, but like I said, I want to give an opportunity here, just a little bit of time that we have uh, to share uh, his podcast, how you guys can jump on board uh, with that. So go ahead, Stephen. Uh, go ahead and uh, pray us out, man. One, one more thing. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I apologize. <laughs> No, 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 you're um, fine, man. Take your time. Go ahead. Something that I learned, another piece of wisdom that someone gave to me becoming a youth pastor, they said, because mm -hmm. sometimes you have the youth and then you have the parents. View the parents as allies, not adversaries. Mm -hmm. Make them your allies. If you get them on your side and mm -hmm. you show them that you want to be a part of their kid's life, whether the young person wants to or not, <laughs> they'll be at church. Yeah. You know, don't try to make side because sometimes, you know, you're cool with the youth and then the parents, they don't like something. So you have to like play sides. Be on the parent side. They should be your ally. Mm -hmm. That's the last yeah. thing. I'll pray now. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would just encourage, I wouldn't, I just, I 
thought that came to my mind with that viewers is that, uh, like I said, if you're a volunteer, uh, youth pastor, even a young adult leader is, is this, is that, you know, give them resources, walk alongside uh, your parents as well. Uh, pray for them. Uh, maybe you want to have like a parent meeting once a month just to touch base and have a, just a prayer time uh, or gather food uh, with, you know, maybe if it's a volunteer that's, uh, you know, that's under you, take them out for lunch, take them out for breakfast, uh, pour in. Uh, so anyway, that's just some uh, last minute words that I have for you all. And then uh, go ahead, Stephen, pray us out, man. And then we'll have you uh, ch uh, chat about your podcast. All right. Lord, we thank you for this ministry here with Brian. We ask God that you bless it. If anybody under the sound of my voice watching this video, <clears throat> that Lord, you show them that you care for them, that even if they're struggling in their ministry or they have one or two, that you are the God of increase and that you are always faithful. Even when we can't feel you, Lord, we know that you are still there, that you care for us. Father, I pray that this, this ministry share wisdom with those who are struggling, whether they're thinking about today to stop ministry because they don't know what to do or this COVID-19 has knocked them off the saddle and, and they just, they don't know what to do. They feel like everything's falling apart, but God, you are still faithful. Lord, help them to keep being faithful. Father, I ask that you just anoint each person that is listening to this, whether they know you or whether they don't. Father, pour out your spirit on them and let them know that you still care for them, that you love them and you are on their side. And we know that you leave the 99 for the one. God, help us in our ministries to do the same thing, that we don't get worried about other people's anointing, yeah. other people's calling, but if we walk through the door that you put before us and we take the steps that you call us to. Father, that we act in faith and mm -hmm. wisdom, give us guidance and bless us, Lord, as we continue to do your work and, your, and to further your kingdom. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. There you have it, folks. You get to see his passion uh, for uh, ministry in general, youth as well. And I uh, just so blessed by this. And uh, if you're a pastor, hey, check out his beard. <laughs> his beard right there, too. So, uh, but anyway, that's just a little, a little funny humor for you all. Uh, but anyway, go ahead, Stephen. Uh, this is our last little uh, conclusion here. Uh, our last little tidbit that I want to give him an opportunity to share his uh, his podcast, what he's doing, and this will greatly uh, bless you guys as well. And uh, to listen to some other other uh, people journeying along the uh, journey here of Christianity. Uh, so go ahead, Stephen. I don't want to take too much of your time here, but go ahead, man. So my my podcast, I feel like God birthed this uh, just so happened during this Corona thing, and it's not because my I stopped working. It's just I felt before the Corona thing came out 2020 that God was going to do something. Yeah. And I believe, and I told my wife this and she was like, that's so cheesy. But <laughs> I believe that 2020 God gave me vision. Mm, that's good, man. And vision is important. Mm -hmm. I know it's 2020 and that's eyesight, blah, blah, blah. But God gave me vision in 2020 that's and good, he birthed out of uh, this whole thing, a, a fire in me that's good. that yeah. it helps bring down the denominational divides mm, yes, because yes. I feel like we do that in the church. We're very good at putting walls up in our own Christian communities mm. because we think this way or, or we believe this. And it's like, that's stupid. And just being blunt, we need to be searching for truth together and mm. stop. There's already a lot of things that separate us right now going on in this world. Mm. Our religion should not be one of them. We all serve the same God. Mm. So let's get together. Let's show unity to the people who don't know Christ because that's who's, that's what's going to win them over. Mm -hmm. so the podcast is a platform for people who um 
who have found, like, I'll give you some examples. One was an author actually here in the Tyler, Texas area. And she wrote a book that said her story. She had two abortions. Um, she sold her body for whatever she needed. Um, she actually was used as currency from her mother when she was a child uh, to pay electric bills or something, you know, whatever was needed. She would say, here, take my, take my kid. And so uh, that, and then uh, last or this week's episode um, was a guy, he, he's in Ohio right now. He was raised in Arkansas and uh, at the age, around the age of nine, he was uh, molested. And uh, he told his grandmother, who was a Pentecostal woman, but she told him that he couldn't tell anybody about it. And so, because it was a family member and he had done it to a lot of other people. And they, I guess to save face from embarrassment, I really don't know what the, the reason was, but he tells this story. So Faith yeah. and Failures, that's what it's called, Faith and Failures. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a, a fan page. And also we have a group of uh, about 450 people where we just talk about real topics uh, we'll say some funny, I'm a funny guy. I'm, I'm out there. And so I'll post some random stuff. Like if you could be one super superpower, what would it be? Or if you can meet one, uh, the disciples, who would it be? Or if you get face to face with Jesus for 30 minutes, you know, or five minutes, what would it, what would you say? And so just things like that. And then a lot of people from the faith and failures, um, group also come on the podcast and then, you know, you've been on there. You were, uh, two weeks ago, I think, and you, we talked, discussed about growing through divorce. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, just different. And I gave my personal testimony on there about being a meth head and, and living in my car. And now God's raised me to being a minister and just, um, it's a platform for other people to share their stories because I wanted to not be something that the reason I called it faith and failures Mm -hmm. is because I believe through our failures is where we really find our faith. Exactly. And, um, Mm -hmm. I want people who find the podcast who don't know God, yeah. to still get something from it and be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And I want people who are in ministry, who are struggling with their faith. Uh, there's real questions that sometimes we don't get to address in church. Yeah, I've heard of some churches, they don't even want you to ask questions about the Bible because they're afraid it'll mess up your theology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, my podcast is about crashing down those walls and we find truth together. What does the word say? Mm-hmm. How can we apply this to our lives? Um, and a lot of times people just tell their story of where they came from and I just let them talk and just let them get it out. Uh, you know, several, uh, two or three episodes have been about abortion. A couple of women came on there and they actually started the foundation uh, mm-hmm. here in the Tyler area from that, you know, tragedy that they, they didn't even want to tell their husbands about when they, when they got married. Mm-hmm. And then they would, they would, you know, not want to be touched because they felt so dirty. And, and, and so it was this yeah. whole thing that built up and, and, and they were letting it control their lives. So, it's just a platform where people can come. Uh, if you're watching and, and listening um, and you have a story to tell about where you came from, uh, you can do the same thing that uh, Brother Brian here did that, you know, he just told a story and, and kind of how he got through it. And that's, we need this. And another kind of reason I wanted to do this podcast mm-hmm. is that I feel that in the church, we're really good about covering up who we are. Yeah. And so True. everyone acts like they're perfect when they're all a bunch of liars. Yeah. <laughs> And we're not perfect and we need to talk about it, get it out in the open, because as soon as we get it out in the open, we take that ammunition away from the devil. No Mm -hmm. one can point to us and say, well, you do this. God can't use you. Mm -hmm. If you do that, David from the Bible, we know David as the giant slayer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Guess what? The woman that he took from the top of the roof, Bathsheba, and and killed her husband 
Yeah. Her bloodline then birthed Solomon, the wisest man we've know, we mm -hmm. know. And then from there was the lineage all the way to Jesus. Mm -hmm. That mistake that he made birthed our Lord and Savior. So how can we point fingers at someone and say, you can't, you can't serve in the church because you, you've done this, or you can't do this because you can't be in ministry. God can't use you. I was a meth head. I was an alcoholic. And God is using me in ways I never dreamed possible and I'm so unworthy of. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of the vision of the podcast and the heart of it. Uh, you can tell I get passionate pretty easy, <laughs> but I, I think it's something that we need to really address because uh, we've all failed. We've, the Bible says we've all sinned. It's biblical and we do it every day. We're filling prophecy every single day by failing over and over again. Amen. And so I just, uh, if you have a story, just hit me up. You can find me, uh, you, or you can go to the faith and failures group and, uh, hit me up and, and you can, you can come on It's, it's a platform, not for me, but it's mm -hmm. to raise others up. Amen. Well, there you have it folks. This is, uh, this is, uh, the episode. Uh, here today. I thank you for my brother. And we're just two dudes that have been changed and transformed uh, by the Holy Spirit and God. And that's, I believe that's what he wants to do for you and me uh, and, and us here uh, is even in your youth, uh, even in young adults uh, or just life in general uh, is this, that he wants to change hearts uh, and he can still do that today. Uh, Steve and myself. Uh, and if you're, if you're watching, uh, watching this, uh, story. You have a story. And I like what he said, just to reiterate that fact again, is that we need to stop pretending and that and, and, and putting on that mask uh, and be the real you that you, you that you can be. Be the real you, even in your failures, even in your, in your weaknesses, uh, folks. Uh, and, and you'll go a long, a long way uh, in that. So guys, appreciate you for tuning in. Love you all. We're in your corner uh, and uh, hope you guys will be blessed and encouraged by this. We, uh, Steven's a passionate dude uh, in ministry and I hope you take the time to uh, listen to this. And until next time, we love you. We'll have Steven on here again, uh, most likely, and see how uh, ministry is doing maybe in the winter, spring, uh, however God may lead. Uh, but just an awesome brother that's passionate for the Lord and you get to hear his heart. Uh, so anyway, have yourself a great rest of your day. Look forward to this podcast, or excuse me, look forward to this uh, uh, chat here. Uh, probably today, it'll be up here later today for you all. So God bless you. And until next time, uh, take care.